tuned in to the Catholic Avengers with Jeff Kassab and Pilaris Haki, brought to you by the Eastern Catholic Reevangelization Center. Welcome to the next episode of the Catholic Avengers podcast. I'm your host, Polaris Hockey, and my co-host, Jeff Kassab, also known as the smartest Chaldean I know. Just kidding, the Hulk. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Yeah? How about uh, you? Uh, you know, I haven't hung out with you in a bit. I miss you. Are we back to that where we say we I, miss each other for a little bit? I, I, I actually I do miss you. I, mm. miss, I miss the kids. You miss I the miss kids? lovely Laura. I can't wait to see Laura. Can't you just miss me? I didn't say anything no, about your wife. No, I didn't you, say anything you noticed, about your kids. I don't know if you noticed in our chat group when Laura asked to do the, if we could help with the flowers. I said, Laura, of course we'd help you in capital letters. Wait, wait, we have a chat group. <laughs> and I am so far behind. I'm so far behind. Oh my gosh! So yeah. my, my 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 brother Jeff, Mr. Hulk here. Well, you know what's what's happening in your life? Anything new going on? Anything fun? This is last. I uh, got finals this week at the seminary. Wow! So it's been a little hectic writing a couple papers and um, uh, just busy at work. Okay, can I be honest? I don't care. I only asked. asked. I know, asked. but I only asked because yeah. it's one of those things where you know, you, you just to be polite, I have to ask you so you can ask me because I have an interesting story. Well, you, I'm not going to ask. So, you. Jeff, is there anything you want to ask me? <laughs> Look, yes. There's a, matter of fact, there's there is a, a lot going on. There's in my a life. lot I want to know. As First I, of all, I heard you open the pool. That, yeah, but that you know that's it's green, but that's it's not green. because of you. This you time. open the pool. I know yeah. it needs some repairs. We have some work to do before this year. we can get. So it's I'm, okay. We open it early because we have some work to do. Yeah. Yes. And um, I know we've been trying to get together, but I know you guys have had like a dozen birthdays this past week. This is a heavy birthday season for is these hockeys. Yeah, yeah, this is heavily heavy birthday season. How do you I've keep got, track with the ten birthdays? Like, how do you know? Or does Laura tell you? Yeah, typically, or you just throw a dart at a calendar and say. <laughs> Someone's birthday if, today. Listen, if, as, as long as we're living in a month yeah. that, that that you know is in the calendar, there's a birthday for the Usakis going on. Yeah, um, in know. terms of when to know who, yeah, Laura just tells Laura me in the morning. Yeah, yeah, hey, babe, don't do anything tomorrow. It's Evelyn's birthday. Okay, right. cool. I won't do that. <laughs> so typically, that's why I end up canceling on you the day of because yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm a disaster. There's 10 kids. You know the worst is with the kids? The pharmacy. When you got to go pick up a prescription, like, oh, what's their birthday? I'm like, are you serious, man? I got 10 kids. So I got to call Laura. It's really embarrassing. Why don't you just write them down in your phone? I don't have enough memory in my phone. It's 10 days. It's a lot. Anyway, I digress. So anyway, Jeff, anything you want to ask me? Anything um, going on in my life? Yeah, there, there, I know yes, something's going on. Yes, as a matter of like, fact, there is a lot yeah, going on. Yeah, there's a lot going on. There's I'm, always something going on at I'm your so house. Glad your you story asked. Is amazing. I'm so glad you asked. It's a good story for the for the audience, actually. That's bring a it up. first. Thanks for... How dare you? Iron Man is not happy with you right now. So, okay. People, I think, can relate to this. I had, so Saturday, okay, let's step back. We don't have a lot of patio furniture. New house has got a deck and it's got a patio underneath. You got a lot of room back there. And at the old house, we didn't. And so, and the stuff we had was kind of old. It was time. I promised Laura. Last year, we moved in during the pandemic. It was like, hey, this doesn't make sense to do this year. So we kind of got through the year. This year, I promised Laura, babe, we get there, springtime, we're going to go get nice patio furniture. So that's what we did. And we had Saturday morning, had a couple hours blocked off, like 10 to noon. We're going to go to Menards. Yeah, Laura texted me from there. We're going to get some... What? Why are you texting my wife while we're shopping she, for patio it's furniture? It's our group chat. She wanted to know if we should, you guys should buy those pots. Don't you read the chats? Wait, we have a group chat? <laughs> Man, so, I'm deleting you. So, Seriously, I'm taking you out of that. So we were at Menards, and we were searching. We got the, all the patio furniture, and we were there. So it was like 4 o'clock. We got there at 10. It was like six hours of, of we got finally picked the pet. They're very slow there. You guys were at Menards for six hours? It was a long time, Jeff. It was a long time. Okay, and so we went for patio uh, furniture, and guess what I bought? I bought a bunch of patio furniture 
and a patio. <laughs> like the stone. I got excited. We got a little excited. Now, you're like, Pilar, this doesn't make sense. You already have a patio. Yeah. And I would say, Jeff, you are correct. You're building another I one. I want another one. So, you know, if you've ever been to my house, some of you guys listening, we only have four people listening. You probably have all been to my house. I have a fire pit. Right off the driveway. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of janky. Okay, for, first of all, for the listeners, it's not a fire pit. It's a ring. It's not. It's just it's a, a ring, ring that's on the grass. He randomly put it somewhere, and we put some regular chairs, and we sit around it. Yeah, it's like, not a fire like the fold-out chairs you get at grass. Fold-out chairs, yeah. So this Anyways. Is, okay, so you're making Sorry. my point for me, because yeah. you know who else feels that way about that? Who? My wife. <laughs> and she says, this should be nicer, especially yeah. since you drive She's up. Right. It's right. She's right. So next thing you know- You should go by the ice rink. Well, there was that. <laughs> I will say, I so I buy this. I buy this. Uh, all the stone. You go to Menards and you're like, hey, I think yeah. I want to do. I, I started with, I want to put a little something around the ring. He's like, do you have a patio? I'm like, no. He's like, we well, need a patio. So then, next thing you know, I got a thousand dollars worth of bricks <laughs> that I'm picking up the pallets behind the store with the trailer. Anyway, you just happen to have a trailer with you. I, well, I, I brought the trailer for the patio furniture. Oh, I see. So anyway, two trips and about 5,000 pounds worth of stone later, uh, I have it I delivered at my house at around 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock at night. I, do, I dropped it off. How'd you get it off of the trailer? Uh, I have 10 kids, Jeff. <laughs> man, that I is hope, cruel, man. That's cruel, man. That is so you cruel. You would be amazed what kids will do for ice cream. I'm just saying. So <laughs> You'd be amazed what I would do for ice cream. <laughs> I didn't even think to call the Hulk. You could have done it in one, one lift. Just picked up the pallet. Get you a little angry. So anyway, and that's how I spend all day Saturday and all day Sunday. And this is why I was late today. Did you guys, did you build the patio? I mean, you, 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 got, build you have to, it's a whole thing. I'm not going to get into it. You yeah, have I, to I level, know. You, I you know. have to level it up. Can, can I just, I just want to give you a little, little piece of advice. Too late, bro. I'm already done. But please, please don't build it like you built the ice rink. The ice rink. Okay, I learned a lot from the yeah. ice rink when it comes to being level. Okay. Oh Lord, did I learn a lot? <laughs> so you, you actually have the stone everything down. My wife, my beautiful, amazing wife, helped me a ton. She's gonna text you a picture to this group chat that you talk so much about, wow, so that you can man. see it. Yeah. That's oh, awesome. Yeah, bro. yeah, we'll flash it for you guys at home. I'm very proud of myself. It's probably a little, it's know, a little, off. it's a little rolling, maybe, and yeah. undulating. But that's can't a, wait to see this. Man. I can't wait. Anyway, are we doing a podcast? Just, I can't I thought, wait to see this. This. Did, this whatever it's, it's gonna be a debacle. Or right, what are we talking about today? Did you put the fire pit on there? Not that? yet, man. One thing at a time. You gotta let the patio set. You gotta let it set like garden, and then you can build that. So that's my phase two this weekend. Focus. We're on a podcast. People don't care anymore. What else? Oh are we talking my about today? gosh, man, this is unreal. <laughs> you know, I, I wish I had these kind of exciting stories in my life, but my wife and Ham uh, and Amanda are in Florida. Okay. Yeah, they just text me. They're like, "Hey, you know, miss you guys from Florida." They're oh having, yeah, I was texting them earlier. We were having, yeah, time. we were catching. Yeah. We have a group text. You guys have a separate group. <laughs> chat? There's a lot of group chats going on here, man. <laughs> so we got a topic today. We do. It's called flirt, flirting with flirting the devil. Flirting with the devil. We try and yeah. bring topics that are coming are happening in the news. Um, and yeah. we had a little something that pop up in the news a couple of weeks ago. You yeah, know, I thought worth mentioning. You know, uh, but last week, I two weeks ago, when we were putting the outline together, and I was asking you to get your secretary to do it since you're. Um, Did you put it in the group chat? Tony Stark. No, this oh. is just between me and oh, you. Oh, my secretary. Yeah. Yes. And, I know where you're going with this. you said... Uh, you I, call, know, I would I call her... But I call her Penny? You called her Penny or Penelope? No, I called her Penny. Penny. I thought her name was Penny. So, you got to uh, remember. I name, watched... Her, I, you're, an, you're, an, you're an Iron Man. Her name is Pepper Potts. I watched... 
this show when I had COVID. Can you give me a break? I'm supposed to remember all these random side characters. Yeah, I mean, she's your secretary. She, she's your right hand. I mean, she really does everything for you. I kind of fall in love with her at some point. Yeah, don't you I? do. You marry her and you have a kid with we, her later. We, does that happen? Yeah, yeah. I'm not at the end. Yeah. Well, I couple, don't remember her name. Let's just, My apologies, A couple Penny. of storylines, like one of the last, I also want to share something about the Hulk, you know, because, I mean, the Hulk, That's, you yeah, know, you right? If, if it's not the Hulk. Listen, the at the very, the last one of the, in the last comics, Everyone on Earth is killed by a nuclear war. Okay, what? every the whole Earth is destroyed. Really? Yeah. Except you're the, ruining except the, the Hulk. No, it's not in the movie. It's oh, in the comics. Okay, in the comics. Except the Hulk. Yeah. You can't. You can't, you can't kill him. So he ends up. He ends up actually being very depressed and alone. Okay. Because the whole world is is dead. You're Isn't not coming. You're not coming after Penny, are you? No, she's dead. Everybody's what? dead. What? Penny died. Everybody Wait, dies. Her name's not Penny. It's Pepper. It's Pepper. Pepper. Pepper died too. Yeah. So the Hulk at the end of this whole story, he's all by himself. Everybody dies. He's by himself. So it's actually it's not it's not that good to be the Hulk because you can't die. Does so. the Hulk never die? No, he doesn't die. Well, can he starve him. to death? You can't kill him. You can't kill him. Just get over with. I don't. Uh, I, there's 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 loose ends on that on that uh, that whole thing. He doesn't yet. need any. He doesn't need food. He's, he, he can live off of protein off his muscles. The, Self-generated. Anyway, we don't have to get into that. <laughs> every every person who knows anything about um, protein and muscles is is hurting on the on the podcast right now. <laughs> and then Iron Man, yeah, steps down and lets Captain America take over. Zero percent chance he gives it to Captain America. Why would he give it to Captain America? That guy's the biggest oofty ever. Why would you do that? <laughs> no, but Captain America. Uh, are you talking about in the movie, or are you talking about like our Captain America? I'm just gonna be careful. I'm just gonna say yes. Yes, <laughs> I didn't say to what. <laughs> man, you know what? I, I love you, Delone. I do. You got to leave Delone I'm mad alone. I'm right now. I didn't say anything about Delone. What about Captain America? You, you don't want to step down and give it to, to Captain America? I would rather give it to the guy with the bow and arrow. That guy. I don't even know who that guy is. Uh, over the guy with the shield? The guy with the shield. He's just the guy with the shield. No, bro. Delone, I got your back on this oh one. Oh, my man. gosh. Delone, I got your back. Captain America. You know, as like you always say, Delone, this guy's a bully. So you just we just have to keep him in check. <laughs> says, right? says the guy who, when you say, one thing turns green and literally rips people's heads off. <laughs> I'm the bully. Uh, That's fair. I miss Joey and John Paul. Oh, my I kids. Joey. My kids. Oh, your kids. What? You, I mean, it took you a second to, what? their names had to click with you. Every time you bring up DeLone, you bring up Joe. So I thought you were talking about him. <laughs> no, I miss my boy, Joey. Damn. I haven't seen him in a while. Mini Hulk. Next week, we'll come over. All right. That, that's Hopefully happening. you're not there. <laughs> I have a patio to build. I'll be busy. <laughs> All right. Our quote of the day. Talk of course, me. our amazing Archbishop Fulton Sheen, right? Our old Archbishop Fulton Sheen Man. quote of the day. Every time we have a topic, and I kind of he, he, it amazes me how he like he knows what we're going to talk about. Spoiler alert! You know, if I'm having a boy at some point, God willing, we have another child. Boy, yeah. Fulton, really? Already decided. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. How about a girl? Yeah. Uh, Philomena. 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 I like that. Yeah. I like I, except Laura, because I want to call her Phil. Phil, no. I, Laura, Beverly Hills. Guy. Anyway, yeah, it doesn't matter. No, no, no. Laura's so she's like, you can't do it if we call it. Anyway, it doesn't yeah. matter. Fulton, Fulton, man, it's, Fulton, that's awesome. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Man, I'm so, let's hear Archbishop Fulton Sheen. Evil is thus a kind of parasite on goodness. If there were no good by which to measure things, evil could not exist. Men sometimes forget this and say there is so much evil in the world there, there that there cannot be a god. They are forgetting that. If there were no God, they would have no way of distinguishing evil from goodness. The very concept of evil admits and recognizes a standard, a whole, a rule, an order. 
Nobody would say that his automobile was out of order if he did not have a conception of how an automobile ought to run. Wow. Archbishop Fulton Sheen. Dang. God, such wisdom. Man. Man. I mean, you know, it, it, it takes... I wish he was like the Hulk and couldn't die. He's still here. We could oh, use him man, right now. that'd be great. I'm telling you. You know, um, you really... It, Everything he says just takes time to unpack. Yeah. You know, it takes time to unpack scripture. Yeah. His quotes take time to unpack yeah. and really understand all the philosophy that's behind them. So but what's he great. really saying? If we summarize it, he's talking about if you don't have evil, you don't really know what good is to some extent. Well, yeah, exactly what he says. If there were no God, there is no way of distinguishing evil from goodness. Wow. So that means God does exist. So people use this argument that God can't exist because there's so much evil in the world. He's flipping on his head and says, that's because there's evil's proof God exists. Yes. He's using it for the proof that this is of God. Uh, for you guys listening on the podcast and not watching, I did this with my brain. That's crazy. That's a, wow, I never thought of it that way. I've never heard that argument I, for Christ. I haven't God. either, actually. That's and, amazing. And he's great. Man. Love this guy. So evil, what's the topic that brought oh, evil into the conversation man. today? Which is the, the thing that happened man. with the guy in the shoes. What's that guy, Lil Nas X? Lil Nas X. He's what got, kind of name is that? I don't know. I, I don't just know. I just work here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God you won't get paid. <laughs> I, we, we talked about this. You need to negotiate better. <laughs> so for those of you, this happened about three, four weeks ago. You know, the rapper uh, Lil Nas X, I guess. And he launched a controversial pair of Satan shoes, Ugh. right? Not authorized by Nike. Yeah. Nike didn't make come out and say this, and it seemed like it was more of a publicity stunt than anything. But you know, besides it, and and uh, the thing is, on the um, their shoes are uh, dipped in. Um, There's a drop of blood, and drop the, of in the human soul. blood, oh. right? Oh. And uh, he quotes Luke. He's got a scripture verse on there. With where yeah, it was a Did you Satan how, falls. No, besides, well, I will talk about that in a minute. See, he's got this Luke yeah. ten eighteen, and um, you know what Luke ten eighteen is. Please do tell. <laughs> and he said to them, "I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven." Wow. Yeah. So this guy is. This is why we called it flirting with the devil. You know, he crosses the line. Then he's got a YouTube video. Oh no. Yeah. You know how we see, as we say in the creed, that Christ descended to the dead or descended yeah. to Sheol, right? Yeah. And he's got a he's got a thing of of Satan coming down on this pole, and he's sitting in hell. And he's giving him a lap dance like Satan descending. It's oh. kind of creepy, man. He's flirting with the devil. He's flirting with the and devil, that was right? and I think you you said something there that's that was. Um, Pretty profound. You didn't mean to, but it's a publicity stunt. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't give you credit for being profound unless you did it by accident. I don't care. <laughs> you care what I think about you, don't you? No, I know you don't. Um, but he, it's a publicity stunt, right? Now, does does he, is he a Satan worshiper? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know Lil Nas X. I'm not a fan of the music, I guess. But If you saw the video, you'd say he was. Okay. So yeah. let's say he actually means it. That's one thing. Even if he doesn't. He saw it as an opportunity to say, I can sell a bunch of pairs of shoes or I can sell more music by promoting, by promoting Satan, this. Satan. And he got all the publicity in the world yeah, for sure doing did. it. He so, sold he sold each pair at $1,018. Didn't he sell out in like five seconds? Yeah, too? It was how like, many pairs do you think he made? 6,000, 60, 66,000, right? No, close. I mean, the same, that number, yeah. 666 he made. Oh, 
The just number, everything the about this is just grossing me out. It's super creepy. It's creepy, right? Come Holy Spirit, please, God, help us all. It's crazy. So if I think about that, he he saw it as an opportunity, again, either for real or publicity stunt or maybe both, yeah, right? Yeah. And he said, if I do this, I can make a bunch of money. I can gain a lot of popularity. And it worked. It worked. So, and that's how the, you know, the that's devil can work, work, right? Look, his video, okay, that he made is about the Satan shoes or whatever. 1.8 million views. 1.8 million views. The devil got to to watch him. Whatever wow. he was doing in that video. Now we talk about Christ every month, and we got 200 views last yeah. last time. I was, I was just talking. I was just talking to Pilar. I'd get we'd get more views if I'm I Pilar. kicked you off the show. I'm, pl- I'm Pilar. I, I, mean, I told Omar. <laughs> If you yeah, kick I mean, me off the show, the show would be 12 minutes long. It'd be on point the whole time. And we get a thousand views. On point the whole time, but super boring. Let's just be honest. <laughs> Let's be honest. It'd be completely accurate and super boring. Oh, yeah. So you're right. You know, make a video about Jesus Christ. Make a movie about Jesus Christ. May, uh, you know, talk about Bible verses. And you're lucky if anybody shares it, if anybody watches it. Honestly. It's true. And here it's this true. guy gets 1.8 million views. It's, it's, it's of the world. Right, and this is that this this idea of flirting with this with the devil, it, you know, the it's of the world. It's very worldly. It's the very cool thing in a lot of ways. It's nobody, you know, Christians like you and I, we get a bad rap. We're weird, yeah. right? Ah, oh, you're making me uncomfortable. Stop bringing religion and everything. You can bring religion and everything. You talk about Satan, but not when you're talking about you know our Lord and Savior. So it's this idea of I can give. I can give a little bit to the devil. I can sell my soul to some extent. In some, not everybody does in huge ways like this, yeah. but there are temptations on a daily basis to smell, sell our soul in small ways yeah. for success, for power, fame, for money, fortune. fame. Yeah. And you're selling your soul not with a contract that says you'll have my soul forever and eternity. Yeah, part of that's what might happen if you continue down that path. But it's in, even in this day and age, you're giving up your true happiness. You're, you're, you're searching for, for happiness in those things power yeah. fame and you're giving up yourself to do it Ugh. and look look at the people that we kind of see some of the um, um, stars and some of the people that do sell their souls to the devil I mean you know they make people look at them and say man they look happy I want that they got money yeah. they got houses they got cars they got travel they they got it all it's tempting and they worship the devil yeah. I mean you know we know some you know there's movies there's uh, famous rappers and stuff that name their children after you know satanic names Ugh. and stuff like that and and they tell you you know we are you know we worship the devil and uh, we don't believe in god and look at him they look happy well they're out there and there's they sold their souls to the devil and and you know but are they happy well is it emptiness it's an empty happiness. i mean people people that people don't see that uh, polar people look at the outside look at the highlight reel right of yeah they look at the outside they see the houses they see the fame they see the you know the videos and the money they're making and they, and automatically people assume they're happy well, this is bringing them happiness. Now, fast forward, right? I've been—I do- don't—I don't know why I've been doing this lately, but I've been doing a lot of thinking about kind of like. Yeah, you're right. I don't know why you do that. It's hard. It hurts. Dangerous. It hurts. For little you. smoke starts coming yeah. out of my ears when I do that. The kids get upset. But, <laughs> but like you think think about the moment of our death, the the deathbed. Right, if if we're given that opportunity, some of us may not. Yeah, right. Yeah. But that that idea that you're lying there, you know, at some point you know you're gonna die. We all know we're gonna die. Yeah. But we just kind of ignore it. We kick it down the can. Yeah. We just I'll deal with that when it comes. Yeah. And then we spend all day today 
kind of selling our soul to the devil in some ways, chasing materialistic thing, being super busy, right? Um, and But I think about like, what's gonna matter to me in those moments? And I think when I am in a good place of really kind of keeping myself focused on that, I it, it checks me. Do I really wanna spend three hours you know, watching this, watching Netflix at night? Yeah. Because on my deathbed, am I going to regret that I didn't fully live, that I didn't do the things that make made me holy and gave me joy yeah. and made a difference? Or did I just do things that were for me? Did I chase money? Did I chase power? Did I do things that selfishly felt good? Yeah. I don't know. It's a, it, 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 What's little Nas X going to say on his deathbed? If you're talking about it right now as you are, then obviously... At your deathbed, you're gonna regret it. So, if you're talking about it, I think that you're actually living it. Mm. You know, you'd rather uh, pray more, you'd rather yeah. go to church more, you'd rather go to adoration more, you have to spend more family time. Yeah. You know, to, for and it's funny you mentioned this for the past three days. <clears throat> you know, when you seek when you seek other things than God, mm. sometimes He kind of puts you in check and puts you on the right road. The past three days. My mind's been wandering a little bit. Yeah. And I've been getting this same Bible verse. <laughs> Seek the kingdom first. Wow. Honestly. And I text Father Steve today. Yeah. Father Steve. Um, Matea. Matea. Yeah. I mean, Father Steve, uh, crazy thing, man. I've been getting this Bible verse, you know, and um, for past three days, been on my mind. You know, I, I think I'm, I'm on the wrong track. The road, the Lord's trying to get me on the right track. He gets home. He was driving from up north and he... You know, he's got a couple, uh, couple of tattoos, Bible verses. Yeah, rolls up his sleeve. Come on, and says, "Seek the kingdom first. Wow. See, if you would have texted all the Bible verses, unbelievable. He pulls this one up. He's like, "This is tattoo." I'm like, "Oh Lord, let's see." I promise, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna talk to Pilar anymore. Can, can you? Promise. How dare you? Can you imagine if you would have texted Father Pierre? He wouldn't have picked up. He wouldn't answer. Like I'm too busy. Father Steve, that's a good priest. Not oh. only he takes the time, he texts you back. He's got the photo. Of oh the, my what a God, good Father Pierre would. Have he would have a hundred excuses. He, he, hey Jeff, I'll talk to you later. Right? I'll uh, deal with that later. No, tomorrow he call, would call Father Steve. Like, hey, you okay? <laughs> tomorrow, I'm okay, later. Man. I'm, 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 I'm on the path to destruction, and he <laughs> texts me two days later. You asked if I'm okay. I think us ripping Father on Pierre. Is I think us there. ripping on Father Pierre a little bit has he's opened up his schedule a little bit to me. I've seen him more recently. What you, he's got nothing to do. I, <laughs> he serves one mass a week. <laughs> wow. What do you mean open up his schedule? Wow, there it is. He does one mass a week. <laughs> I mean, you know, come on, man. This guy's unreal. But it's it's amazing how the Holy Spirit will do that, right? Just kind of nudge you like, yeah, hey, I got you. Yeah. Pay attention. Get on the right track. But, you know, on one the of the track. things you got to be on, you, you, kudos to you, and this is something that I wish I was better at. You're probably picking up scripture every day. You get that opportunity to the Holy yeah, Spirit. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, and these scripture verses, have, this scripture verse has just been coming up randomly. Wow. You know, like uh, like uh, somewhere on my phone or, or a Bible, just randomly coming up. Yeah. And Father Steve rolls up his sleeves like, <laughs> seek the kingdom for <laughs> You know, it's one of the best. I heard, um, oh gosh, what's the guy's name? It's killing me. Father, or not Father. It's uh, Zachar, Zachariah, but the guy, the, he's passed away now. He was a Christian speaker. Anyway, he put it the best way that I've ever heard it. Is if you look at, if you think about the sun that casts a shadow on yourself. So there's the sun, there's you, and then there's the shadow that it casts. He said, the sun represents God, and the shadow represents all the money and power and the things that you think you want, right? And he said, what it is, is if you turn your back on the sun and walk towards the shadow, you'll never catch it. But if you turn your face to the sun and walk towards the sun, 
the shadow always is there. It always will be there. Wow. It was a beautiful way to put it. Even the Hulk's shadow? That's big. It's That's a, a huge, big shadow. You got a lot of stuff I waiting for you back there. Bro. Don't turn around. <laughs> you might be blinded. But that's that's a beautiful way to put it. Yeah, that is, that's amazing. I never thought of it. I, Seek God, first the kingdom. Seek first the kingdom. Don't turn your back on the sun. Yeah. Don't flirt with it. And I tell you, it's like every time I see myself like going, uh, you know, it's, you know, yeah. going after this, it's, it's tempting a little bit. Mm. He pulls me back in the right Man, way. Man, you you're know. so blessed. Well, the th- you know what? But Pilar, you, you I give think, the opportunity. It, I think God does it to everybody. Mm. The key is, do you catch it when God's doing it? Do you, you notice it? Do you notice it? Do yeah. you say, okay, I'm on the wrong track. God's putting me on the right track. Mm. Or do we, you know, do we stay? Because that path is very, very Enticing. It's tempting. It's tempting. You can. It's easy to flirt with. And by the, yeah. this idea of flirting with the devil, when we came up with it, it's not like it's not the lap dance thing. It's not what no. I was thinking of. Although that, that that news story made it appropriate to talk about. It's the small things that we do where we give the devil a little bit too much. I'm guilty of this all the time. Things like where I spend my time. Right. What is it? What's the Bible verse where your time is or where your treasure is? What is it? Oh, That's where your heart is? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. Smarter people on YouTube, they can figure it out. <laughs> Jeff hates when I put him on the spot like that. With Miles He's going to yell at me after the show. I'm sorry about that. I'll give you more. But I find myself flirting in small ways, giving things like that. Like, oh, you know, I just got to get through this really hard time at work, and I'll have time for the kids later. Or, I, you know, if I if I, I can't make it a daily mass today because I've got this meeting coming yeah. up and it's too important. And I'm flirting a little bit. I'm chasing that shadow. And it's like, ah, it'll all work out. And every time I've ever done that, where I've turned my back to the shadow and and said, you know what, God will figure this out for me, yeah. it always works. A hundred, not 99% of the time, yeah. 100% of the time. Maybe not the way I thought it was going to. Whereas, conversely, when I flirt with the devil and I kind of chase that shadow, it never works. It's never fulfilling. Even if I get the thing I was chasing for, yeah. it's not enough. It's not enough. I want more. more. I want. I keep chasing it and chasing it. Only Jesus can fill that hole. Yeah. Only you, Jesus can You think I'd be... I, I, I've done it so many times. You think I'd learned my lesson by now? Yeah. yeah. Reserve comment. I don't need to tell. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm still in shock that you actually came that you remember that analogy from that priest. I don't know. Well, it wasn't even a priest. What's that guy's name? I can't remember. Anyway, he's not even a priest. He's a, he's a Christian. He's, he's a Christian evangelizer. Yeah. He's a speaker. He's a writer. Yeah. Speaker. It's something you know. Look, the devil. One thing about the devil for sure is that when he sees us carrying the cross. He can't stand it. The mm. devil hates the cross. Mm. And we know that from scripture because in Matthew 16, 21 through 23, when Peter, when Jesus tells Peter, get behind me, Satan. Yeah. Remember that? You yeah, remember verse, I do. Right? Um, that was in like five seconds after he gave him the keys. Yeah. Yeah. First, <laughs> yeah. In, in Matthew 16, 16, he gives him the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. Oh, Peter. Yeah, like five verses later. The bomb. Yeah. You know, five verses later, you know, all of a sudden he tells him in the verses from that time Jesus began to show disciples that he must go to Jerusalem to suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and on the third day be raised. Peter looked, took Peter took him and began to rebuke him, saying, God, forbid, Lord, this shall never happen to you. But he turned and said to Peter, get behind me, Satan. You're a hindrance to me, for you are not on the side of God, but the side of men. Wow. What is he saying here when he calls him Satan? See, the... Satan, if you especially if you read the Gospel of Mark, yeah. Satan is always trying to keep Jesus from getting to the cross because he knows once he gets to the cross, he won, yeah. right? Yeah. So he's always hindering him. He's always, you know, Jesus always telling people, don't tell anybody yet. Don't tell them about this miracle mm. because he doesn't want, it's his. he keeps saying, my hour hasn't yet 
come. Yeah. Once Satan distracts him from the cross, the longer he keeps him from the cross, then the game's still on. The game's still, still got a on. shot. He can still get souls, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So here he tells Peter, "Listen, you're thinking like Satan. Wow. You don't want me to go to the cross, but I'm going." I'm going. You, and Satan hates the cross. He hates when we carry our cross. He can't stand it. Can you imagine how much battling with Satan Jesus must have done that we'll never know about? Oh. I mean, you think about it. I mean, look, listen, I pray for our priest all the time. Yeah. You know, the holy men in our community, I pray for all the time yeah. because they are being attacked the hardest because they, yes. Satan knows if I can bring them down, yeah. who will follow, right? Oh, look, yeah. this guy fell. This priest did that. This person did that. If they're not holy, what is what's, what sense is there for me? Yeah. And so think about what Jesus, what was at stake? Yeah. Anything that, you know, a priest deals with, he, Jesus had to deal with 10,000 yeah. times. Luckily he was God, so he didn't have to worry yeah. about losing. But, but you know, even though, even, still suffered. Even, even in his divinity, but his his humanity yeah. still experienced the temptations mm -hmm. and everything that we experience except sin, obviously. Yeah. But he had those temptations, you know, I mean, Satan tempted him. Tried. In, it, in his humanity, he could, he could have in a way gave in, yeah. but he didn't. Satan he didn't. offered him in the desert. He offered him everything. Everything. He offered, and, 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 and can you imagine being offered the whole world? Yeah. And not, and but that, that again, Jesus know, knew, God knows. That's not what will fulfill you. That's not, that's not what he came for. It doesn't for. do anything. He didn't come for the world. No. He told the disciples, I'm not even of the world. Yeah. So why would he want the world? And what does he you say know? about, I'm going to do it to you again. But what is it? What, I, I, I say it wrong all the time. But what does it say? It's like they hated. If, if they hate you, know that they hated me first because yes. you're. What's the something about the world, right? Well, if the, if the, yeah, he if says the world it, hates you. Yeah, if the world hates you, yeah. know that they hated me first. Yeah. So he's trying to get. And he them says to you're comfort. and you're not of the world. You're not That's of the why world. They hate yeah. you. And he pulled them out. Yeah. Because he didn't want them to be. He didn't want them to get get pulled in by the world. That's why he pulled them. Right? Yeah. And he knew, he says, Satan's going to sift you and try to yeah. get you to, you know, come. But thank God they didn't. And, you know, they were able to. But what, what that's, what's the lesson that? for what, us? What is, that? what is that for us? We're just regular. I mean, Man. you know. I mean, you're nothing special. I, I <laughs> But if you think about what he's saying to us here 2,000 years yeah. later, it's like, don't be pulled into the world. The world will hate you, but you're not of the world. You're one of my followers. Yeah. You're one of my disciples. Yeah. You know, this idea of discipleship, we can be pulled out of the world and yeah. be a disciple of Jesus if we realize what really matters. Yeah. Chase the What's sun. What's at stake? Oh, man. Oh, well, again, I go back to the deathbed thing. Yeah. What's at stake? Yeah. What's at stake isn't just how people will remember me. What's at stake is eternity. It's my soul. Yeah. Right? And it's, you know. I had, a, I had a, a guy, a friend of mine, maybe about three weeks ago, he came into the store and he was just depressed. I'm like, what's wrong? He's like, you know, I need you to pray for me. I'm like, you know what? I'll pray for you, but you need to go to church. Yeah. You need to pray for yourself. You need to read scripture. You know, he's like, I, I, I listen to mass, uh, you know, on the, on the computer. That's not enough. I pulled out John 6, 53. I said, look, oh. I said, Jesus says right here that without, if you don't receive the body and blood, I say, you have no life in you. You have no eternal life. And what, okay, if he says that you have no eternal life in you, what does that mean? Yeah. It means without receiving the body, yeah. without drinking the blood, you're doomed. Yeah. And I tried to explain to him, listen, the Eucharist gives you power. The Eucharist gives you life. The Eucharist sustains you. And he was just in, for many, he was in awe. You know, a couple of days later, 
He's like, you know, I've been opening up the Bible. I, I don't know if he's gone to Mass yet, but, yeah. you know, step at a time. Yeah. Step at a time. But you'd be, I tell everybody, man, Scripture is amazing. You, you know, the more you tell Scripture to people, it, it just opens, it opens up their lives. It opens up a whole new world for them. Look, when Satan threw scripture in Jesus' face, mm. what did Jesus do? Do scripture back. He shoved scripture <laughs> down his throat. <laughs> it's, it is written here. It is written. He shoved it down Satan's throat. And what, what, what could Satan do? He couldn't do nothing. He got out of well, it. Well, you're so right, though. We talked about what you're seeing in scripture. I mean, you gave, because you read scripture every day, or you try and at least read a little bit, you give the Holy Spirit, you give scripture an opportunity to break through into your life. If you don't do that, and then how is how is the Holy Spirit going to how in Scripture how are you going to hear that voice of God telling you you want something if you're not praying if you're not reading Scripture if you're not going to Mass and then you're getting you're getting me all hyped on the Eucharist don't get me started oh. I know we did our first podcast was on the Eucharist yeah but I mean you talk you think about it if if you're you're either you're you're moving in one direction or the other it's hard to stand still you're either moving towards God or you're moving towards yeah. you're moving away from Him and towards Satan right? yeah yeah and if you think about what the Eucharist is what do we call it we call it communion yeah it's an opportunity to hold the God of the universe in your hand, yeah. bring him inside your body and come into communion with him, to be that close, yeah. to be one in communion. Archbishop Sheen says- Never heard of him. Yeah. He says, all the world's problems are solved in a little white post. <laughs> so true. It's so all true. All the world's problems are solved if you're listening in this to tiny, tiny, Host. It you, could be a particle. Absolutely. Right. You know, if you're listening to this, you haven't been to Mass in a long time, you haven't received the body and blood of Christ oh. in a long time, go to confession and receive. And I promise you, things that bother you now won't bother you then yeah. after that. I promise. There's nothing like it. I'm, and if you're at all skeptical about the Eucharist, I, I really urge you to read John chapter 6. Mm -hmm. All of John chapter 6. Especially when you get to like verses like 50 through 60. Those are so profound when it comes to the Eucharist. Yeah. I mean, Jesus is just, it's, it's plain and simple. He doesn't say, you know, he doesn't beat around the bush and say, you know, uh, if you receive my body once in a while or you drink the wine or it's not wine, yeah. it's not bread. Jesus used specific words if you do not receive my body and drink my blood at some he doesn't point call it bread and, and, and wine and as he says eat eat and he yeah. does and he doesn't he doesn't make it symbolic at some point he changes it i know in the greek or the latin it well, changes to say no it doesn't it actually it doesn't change we in the, the translation is different yeah the, yeah the greek translation literally means to gnaw no. to chew yeah I mean, it's not just, he's you not, know. He's not saying receive. Yeah. He's saying chew. He's yeah. trying to make the point of flesh and bring it all the way back to kind of what we're talking about today and kind of flirting with the devil. John chapter six, verse 66. Yeah. 666. Do you know that verse? I was going to, I'm teeing it up for you. I know it. Oh, I mean, you I, know, don't. I know essentially what happens. I don't yeah. know the verse. You don't know. Do you know it. off the top of your head? John 666? Yeah. The disciples drew back. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that story. Yeah. yeah. But yeah the, you disciples, know, okay. the disciples. So all this, the disciples. Um, the, the, they start leaving. They're the, like, the who's 12, this guy? They all came up to him. And said, you know, how, this teaching is hard. Yeah. You know, how can we receive? How can we eat your flesh? Right? Hundreds, hundreds of people. Yeah. And um, the disciples started leaving. Yeah. And you know, the, and actually, they say that there was about two to three hundred disciples yeah. that left. Yeah. Only the 12 stayed, yeah. right? Yeah. Jesus and the Peter told him, and Jesus told him, you know, you, you guys go to go? Yeah. 
Take off. Like, Jesus, where are you going to go? They, say, they said, Jesus, where are we going to go? Yeah. You have the words of eternal life. Yeah, it's so true. Right? Where are you going to go, you guys? I mean, and you know what? I had a, I had a discussion one time by um. Jehovah Witness came to the house, knocked on the door, boom, boom. How, how excited do you get when oh Jehovah Witness show up? They don't come anymore. It's like Halloween for you. Know, they don't come anymore. <laughs> the last time, last time they're here, I had to, I had to call them. Hey, like, we hey, going. Come on over here. <laughs> they knocked on the door. We started talking. You should start going to your neighbor's house. <laughs> I just sit in their living room. Oh, hey, come on in. Yeah. <laughs> I knocked on the door. We started talking, and we got into the Eucharist. And I said, oh, "Listen, man. you, you guys, you Jehovah Witness are." John 666. They're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you guys, you are the disciples that left and never came back. Yeah. She looked at me, she's like, no, that's not us. I'm like, yes, that's you. I was a little bit, yeah, I was a little bit hyper. I I didn't turn I didn't turn green. No, I didn't turn green yet. No, no. There were two, there were two nice ladies. Did you rip did your pants rip? My shirt started ripping, you know. In the back, in the back. I'm flexing right now, you know. I I get all hyped. They got me. I got it recorded. One day I'll have you listen to it. It's so funny. You know, tell me, hey, hey, let's go to John 1 1. Oh, no, let's not. They don't want to. Why? You know? It's it's great debating with them. But it's around us. It's around us every day. It's around us all day, every day. And it's it's everywhere. I mean, it's the temptations of sin. It's not just money and power, it's everything. It's it's sex, it's greed, it's our personal relationships, it's how we view our faith in some way. Is this real? Is that not real? Like you were saying with even the Jehovah Witnesses, yeah. right? Look, Pilar, if you open the door. Bang, there you go. You to, nailed it. You, if you open the door just a little bit. Yeah. And Satan can crawl in. Mm-hmm. You're in for a lot of trouble. Well, I, I'll tell you, one thing that's been on my heart a lot here lately is this idea that, okay, we talk, well, there's a lot of men who listen. There's a lot of women listening to our podcast too. I'm just going to speak to the men for a little bit. Um, we have, wrong. we have, as men, the responsibility to protect not just ourselves and our own souls, but if we're married and with children, I feel this responsibility all the time. We have the responsibility to keep our home holy. That means when we bring sin into our home, we allow it into our home. Yeah. It runs rampant. And yeah. I can tell you with certainty, and there, you know, there's some things going on right now in my home that I feel responsible for because I've brought sin into my home. No, it's not sin. No? Stop bringing sugar. <laughs> I'm not talking about my obesity. I'm talking. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, the, the kids. Stop bringing sugar, man. They're just they're all over the place. You guys, sugar. Hyper? Yeah, it's not bringing hyper. sugar. You'll solve all your problems. <laughs> <laughs> they, they love ice, but I need to get the job done. They need ice cream. <laughs> but but when 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 we say when we make excuses, when we flirt with the devil, and we bring sin into our home, we we create an environment where the devil can flourish. Yeah. And I was talking to one of my daughters. She's going through. She's having some anxiety right now. You know, she's going through puberty, Maybe. and we no uh, oh. Izzy. Okay. And she's, you know, she's, so she's, she's, this happened to Maddie too when she was around the same age. Yeah. But she's just really stressed and anxious all the time. Yeah, that's normal for kids their age. Totally. But this has gotten really bad right around the time where I probably was doing some things that wasn't great for my home in terms yeah. of, in terms of that spirituality. So I told her yesterday, I said, you know what? This is on me. This is on us as a family. We're going to confession. We're saying some rosaries, nice. saying Michael prayer. And, Adoration, take him adoration. Oh, yeah, mass, I have to. Yeah. And she just, you could see her yeah. spirits live. Look, as a father, you did what you had to do. Yeah. You're going to lead them to Christ, yeah. and that's where God calls us. And and you you saw that. Once you said Jesus and mass and confession, yeah. and, and they said, look where dad's leading us. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we have. We, that's, that's I, Pilar, that's a... 
God, I hate to admit this, but what yes. a great example of a mm, father. Another one. <laughs> Boom. You hate when you do that. Golly. But we very good example of fatherhood. It's role. very uh it's I'm not gonna give you a compliment. I know you're fishing for I haven't it's had very <laughs> I'll let I'll let your your daughter let do that. <laughs> but it's very easy. Again, another temptation of the devil is to say, This is my sin. It has no impact on anyone else. I'll deal with it. I, my this doesn't impact my family and my children. No, it does. It does. It opens up the door. Yeah. We have to look the devil in the eye and say, yeah. You gotta come through me if you're going to get to my family. Yeah. Father Larry Richardson. 100%, man. I, that's such a great analogy there. You got to come through me to get to my yeah. family. Look, 1 Peter 6 5. 1 Peter 6 5. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that in due time he may exalt you. Cast all your anxieties on him, for he cares about you. Be sober, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour mm -hmm. resist him firm in your faith knowing that the same experience of suffering is required of your brotherhood throughout the world and after you have suffered a little while the god of all grace who has called you to his eternal glory in christ will himself restore establish and strengthen you to be him the dominion forever and ever amen yeah, the devil, the devil, Man. the devil roaming, roaming like Seeking a lion to devour you. Yeah, devour your family. That's what he wants to do, and I'm not gonna let him do it, man. You I can't. can't you can't. It. No, but we'll, we'll we'll fall. But we yes. have to. We have we have to rise in Jesus. We have to get ourselves to confession. We have to get ourselves to the mass and yes. be in communion with Him in the Eucharist. Oh. Oh, unbelievable. You know, one of the things that I, you know I come back to a lot of the time is where 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 am I at in my own spiritual life if things are going poorly, yeah. right? If I'm anxious, if I'm stressed, if the world seems like it's falling apart, where am I at in my own spiritual life? Yeah. No. Hit oh, that no, we don't. Just hit that. Yeah. Right. So we got to you know that's something we have to constantly be thinking about. Yeah. To keep ourselves sharp. Our spiritual life, um, we, we cannot ease up on it. And I, as much as, go ahead. Screw tape letters. Oh. You read them? Listen to them? Anything? I agree. Yeah, if, you listen, if you're listening to this podcast and you want to get an idea for kind of the How tricks. How the devil thinks. The tricks he plays. Yeah, read screw tape letters. You, you can listen to it on YouTube. Yeah. Go on YouTube, type in screw tape letters. They're yeah. all right there. That's how I listen to it That's first. Great. Blows your mind. Yeah. Because it's the stuff. It's C.S. Lewis, right? Yeah, and how and about written, written in the 60s, 50s and 60s? Like long. This stuff C.S. Lewis wrote, you, you read it, you're like, this could be today. Yeah. And it's unbelievable because it makes you realize, you start reading the light bulbs going off that's what that was yeah that's what that was oh my gosh that was an opera that was the moment where the devil i yeah. thought that was me i thought that was a situation no no the, that's the tricks the way that the, the the greatest trick they ever pulled was convincing the world well, he didn't he exist. exist yeah kaiser yeah. so say usual suspects yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's a good movie <laughs> my brothers and sisters though honestly if you feel yourself down you feel yourself like the devil is winning um, you feel just miserable, and the best thing to do is prayer, uh, scripture, adoration, confession. And I know this sounds like so repetitive. We say this almost probably every podcast, but it, it works. We say it, it as works. sinners. We don't say it. Yeah. We don't say it no, to, we're to not preach. Holy at all. This guy, look at this guy. Does he look holy to you? I'm garbage. And what does it say that he's actually worse than me? I'm the garbage can. <laughs> what does that mean about us? 
I mean, honestly, uh, I, I, and you've mentioned it every podcast, and I think you've seen scriptures change my life. Oh, yeah. Scripture has changed my yeah. life. It's a conversation. You are, God is speaking to you. That's the time. Literally, literally, God is speaking to you, and you can speak back to Him. Yeah. Have that personal relationship with Jesus Christ, and it's done through scripture, it's done through the Eucharist. Mm. You know, God, Jesus gave us the Eucharist. For a reason, so that we may, as, as John Paul II says, as Jesus says, you may have life and have it abundantly. Amazing. Right? John chapter 10. I mean, have it abundantly. Yeah, he wants there you to for live, us. but he wants you to live for him. Yeah. Right? And living for him means dying to ourselves mm. and living in Jesus Christ. Absolutely. Everything. Giving everything for Christ. Making it the number one priority. And in a world today where that's not cool and that doesn't, it's, it's not easy to be successful in today's terms doing it, we still got to do it. Yeah. Because we're not after, we're not after the shadow. Yeah. Definitely. So, so Jeff, we're up on time. We're going to wrap it up. I want to just real quick, give, give, as a man whose scripture has changed their life, what's a practical way for somebody who hasn't picked up the Bible in forever yeah to just bring it into their home do they gotta read do they gotta read a, a, a every a, a, a book a day a gospel a day you don't no. have to do that no the first thing the first thing you do not do is open the book and start reading genesis <laughs> please don't do that <laughs> the bible's not really made to read that way if you start and open genesis you're going to shut it after chapter two or three yep no, so don't start that way yeah my suggestion is you open the new testament all mm -hmm. right and small passages you know two three verses Meditate on them. Focus on them. You'll notice those two, three verses might take you to somewhere in the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. The scriptures being fulfilled by Jesus, usually in the book of Isaiah. A lot of prophecies are fulfilled. That will take you to somewhere. In the, so you don't have to necessarily read it in any chronological order. And, and not reading it like a novel. You're not no, trying to get through no, it. No, You're just, you well, wanna, today, two or three, I want to hear what God has to say. Yeah, to I want to hear what God has to say in the same time. I want to learn about the life of Christ. Yeah. Don't start at the New the Old Testament. Start at the New. Start it, even though it's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Yeah. I I recommend starting in Mark. Shorter. Shortest gospel. Mm -hmm. Easy to read. Very simple to understand. Today, read John chapter 6 if you want one thing to do. I want you today to read John chapter 6. You can't give our time. audience homework. You complain we don't get views. You, just you give me, the audience you just homework. Told them to read John Throw chapter it out there six. as a suggestion. His no, guy. I want, I want you, you I want to, you read, to read, read John, John chapter, chapter 6. six. Yes. And you can send an envelope with $20 and do it to Jeff Kasab's <laughs> house when it changes your life. You're the worst. All right, Jeff, on that note, on that note you before, always end as yeah, the worst. Listen, before we end, I, I want to give a shout out to our wives, our beautiful, amazing of course, wives, Laura, of course. Ham Kassab and our children. The the yeah. only people without our wives, we wouldn't, we would, we're garbage. We're garbage. We, we already established we're, we're garbage. We're garbage with or without them. <laughs> <laughs> we're yes. so, we can't, they can't But um, we also have two other podcasts going on. Why right? do we got to talk about them? I don't know. They take views away from us. I don't know. I don't like talking too much about Sean, but he's cool, you know. He's okay. So Sean Ayar has a podcast called The Right to Be Catholic. Isn't he a Batman guy? Yeah, yeah. What are we doing? Forget about the old thing, right? <sighs> and it's Kustu, a dear friend of mine, and uh, he's got a podcast called The Salty Catholic. He is salty. He is very I salty. I call him the walking pretzel. Yeah, he is very salty. Yeah, Every time I see him, I want to pour a gallon of water on him <laughs> to wipe the salt off. <laughs> he makes off. me thirsty looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> he's so dry. He's so dry. <laughs> so listen to those. We have three podcasts through ECRC. Um, we, we love your support. Uh, download them through SoundCloud, through Apple, 
Google. We're all over the place. Also, write a review and yes. give us five stars because the more reviews and the more five stars we get, the higher we show up on rankings. Yes. Right now, I can type in Catholic Avenge and I still don't pop up. You guys are killing oh, us out you there. Think that's, dude, that's something? Try typing the right to be Catholic. No, there doesn't come up until you put the last C in Catholic. <laughs> Sean, we love you, Sean. It's okay. He's, he's a Batman fan. We like Ennis more. It doesn't matter. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Please everyone. do you know do your homework so Jeff doesn't go Hulk on us next time. And then we'll see you guys next time. And you know, thank you guys for everything you do for us and supporting the show. I'm Pilar Saki. I'm Jeff Kassab. And don't you ever forget, you are your brother's keeper. Amen. Till next time. You've been listening to an ECRC Martoma Productions podcast. To learn more about ECRC and our programs, visit us at ecrc.us.